There's a flag. Beckham has one handed catch. How in the world? Oh my goodness. And Brandon Carr was back there. I mean, he is insane. How do you make that catch? Oh my goodness. This is sick. Put this to music. I don't think he stepped out either. That may be the greatest catch I've ever seen. I'm always interested in what the response from people with the team is, and as fast as they got out that it's supposedly false or fake news uh, makes me think that, like Stefan Diggs once told us, there are truth to all rumors, right? Nice. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm not saying that the Vikings uh, trading for Odell Beckham Jr. is imminent, but... It doesn't come out of thin air from somebody who's credible, who's been around for a long time, and also gets nothing out of it by reporting that he's heard something about the Vikings and Odell Beckham. That was Matthew Collar, Score North Radio, veteran Vikings writer and broadcaster, last hour on Craig and John. And he's speaking of WFAN radio host Mark Malusis, been in the biggest market in the country at one of the most successful sports radio stations in the country forever and obviously knows sources i'm guessing close to the new york giants where odell beckham jr started his career and had his best years and so the report today was that the vikings and browns were in serious discussion with the possibility of odell beckham jr to the vikings for a second round pick and a fifth round pick Paul Allen, voice of the Vikings, Mary Kay Cabot, who covers the Browns for the Cleveland Plain Dealer. They both uh, sourced Vikings personnel who said, or closes, sources close to the Vikings who said it's fake news. But you heard Caller, and look, it, you can connect dots. Kevin Stefanski, the former Vikings offensive coordinator to the Vikings. You could start there. And let's just say it's true. I love it. I lo- Life is short, and Vikings fans, don't worry about the price tag of OBJ. Do not worry about if there are bigger priorities than him or, the, or another diva-wide receiver who could perhaps create division on the team. Just sit back and enjoy it. Another elite receiver, an exciting player that makes the Vikings exciting. He's good. He's had back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons. It might flame out. But what's the worst that could happen? The Vikings go about 8-8 eight and eight to 10-6 and six to 11-5, and five, not just during the Zimmer era, but every year of your life. So you, And they don't have a chance to really make the Super Bowl. So just live it up and love the idea of Del Beckham Jr. to the Vikings. I'm John Gaskins. Craig, what about you? Uh, a lot of rumors about this today, and I'm I'm leaning toward what our good friend Ben Lieber says, uh, the former Viking linebacker. He says, I'm hoping the rumors stay rumors. So apparently Ben Lieber not excited about that possibility. Yeah. Um, Chad Greenway isn't either, so I'm not surprised. Yeah. You know, and Paul Allen, the voice of the Vikes, said uh, his sources say it was fake news and you mentioned Cabot said the same thing who is with the Cleveland Plain Dealer you know I'll give it a uh, uh, I guess I'm going to downgrade it to a 15% chance uh, mainly because of what Moose said there with WFAN in New York um, if it happened it would certainly give the Vikings uh, some 
two wide. I've always been a big, big proponent of having two big time receivers because it's supposed to give the defense a lot more trouble. Vikings saw that with Moss and Carter and Jake Reed. You know, defenses had a hard time double teaming both. One would have a good game, and then the other one would have a, a good game the next time. And you know, we saw that for for a number of times with. Uh, you know, Diggs and Thielen. You know, last year was a little different because Thielen was hurt and, you know, the Vikings had to deal with him trying to get better. But if you have two healthy big time receivers, that puts a lot of pressure on that defense, which you, you should love to see. Now, is he going to be like Stephon Diggs? Sure. He's proven it. He can have his temper tantrums just like any other diva wide receiver. Would uh, would the quarterback Kirk Cousins enjoy that? Hmm. I think he'd love the opportunity. Yes. I, I would. I would think ODB if he came in, he would have to come in thinking he is the number two receiver mm-hmm. because Adam Thielen is the number one receiver in Minnesota. Yeah, and you pit this against the Vikings if they don't go through with this Odell Beckham Jr. trade, and it is fake news. I don't think it's fake news that they've had conversations. As Scholar said, it's interesting how quickly the Vikings rushed. Whoever these sources are from Paul Allen and Mary Kay Cabot, and I, I believe both of their reporting that they found a Vikings source or a source close to the Vikings, but the Vikings rushing to falsify their support, that leads somebody like Collar, who's covered a zillion of these type of things, to say, oh, tentacles are up now, that they rush to uh, deny that this is happening. So, uh, first of all, I think there is at least some interest here on both sides. And second of all, you pit that against the Vikings. If it doesn't happen, okay, they're probably going to draft a wide receiver within the first three rounds of the draft. We all know it is a wide receiver heavy class. Would you rather go for a cheap rookie wide receiver or Odell Beckham Jr., who has a $14.25 million hit against the cap in 2020 for whichever team he plays for. And then the Vikings would have to get creative. And as inside the Vikings wrote, look, they could get creative. Rob Brzezinski's been a genius. Uh, how do you deal with this? The trade would have to be accompanied by another move, probably involving Anthony Harris or Riley Reef, who are the Vikings' two clearest avenues for creating cap space. I'm all for that. You still have Harrison Smith. Anthony Harris is a nice player. I don't like, he's expensive at $14 million for the franchise tag. And if Mike Zimmer's the coach, he thinks he is and everybody thinks he is. He'll figure out this defense with some remaining parts of what was so good the last few years, like Anthony Barr and like Daniil Hunter and Harrison Smith, and he'll figure out the rest. But on offense, I'd rather go with a proven commodity in Odell Beckham Jr., who for what it's worth has had back-to-back 1,000-yard receiving seasons on a team with a mediocre-at-best quarterback in Baker Mayfield and a below-average-at-best head coach and play caller in Freddie Kitchens. Imagine what could happen if you go to the Vikings where you have a Super Bowl-experienced offensive mind of Gary Kubiak running the show. And yes, this is a team that prefers to run first and passes third least in the NFL last year. So what? When you get into the passing game, you'd have Thielen, you'd have Beckham, and I'd rather go for a veteran who would probably be excited to have a team that is an upgrade at quarterback and offensive mind 
uh, running the show and a chance to be a bigger, yeah, to have bigger numbers and to have a career revival in Minnesota than staying in Cleveland. And I just think that's a whole lot more fun and at the very least just as productive if you have a rookie, cheap, wide receiver learning the ropes in the NFL. So what is there not to love about this, Vikings fans? 336-1230, 336-1230, or NFL fans in general. This is uh, the big rumor in the NFL today. Odell Beckham Jr. to the Vikings for a second and fifth round pick. There have been discussions. The rumor has been denied by Vikings uh, uh, sources. But what do you think? This is your chance. 336-1230 here on Craig and John. Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, and KWSN.com. It would line up quite well if you look at the draft. Because if it is a second rounder, you're giving up a fifth rounder next year for certainly... Uh, Odell Beckham, and you still have your first two uh, first round picks, where you can get your corner and your offensive tackle. You can still do that. Uh, that way, you got three three needs uh, there in the first first round and the second round. So, uh, I mean, if you're going to look at it that way, a second rounder and a fifth rounder for next year, I think, is pretty cheap for an Odell Beckham if you want the baggage that goes with it. Yeah, and I just again go back to. The Vikings trying to build for a Super Bowl. What are they doing? What messages are they sending? They've been mixed messages since the end of the season. We understand they just can't afford uh, all the players they had that were potentially going to be up for a big contract in the next year or two. And they got digs off their payroll. And they got Everson Griffin, who wasn't that expensive toward the end. But Waynes and Rhodes, they're both gone. And so that that says, well, perhaps we're building for the future. And it might take a few more years to get this thing back up to Super Bowl contention. Oh, but wait a second. We'll sign Kirk Cousins and we'll keep paying for that because we feel like we need a veteran quarterback running this show. And it feels like they'll tilt toward at least being in the stakes for Dalvin Cook whenever that comes up because Zimmer and Spielman need to win now. They've won one playoff game between them in the last six years. And Odell Beckham Jr. to me screams a better chance of you winning now than does just have drafting a rookie wide receiver and the price is fair. You're not giving up a first-round pick because Odell Beckham Jr.'s stock has dropped in the last three years or so. He's had a bit of an injury problem, and he hasn't been as lights-out productive as he was when he was the fastest receiver to get to 4,000 yards in his first three years with the Giants. But so what? He still has it. And again, uh, look, with our pandemic and our times, uh, you know, Christian McCaffrey got a big deal from the Panthers, and it's partly because it is believed Look, they're trying to sell merchandise. They don't know how much money they're going to lose potentially by not having games and fans and the economy's dwindling anyway. And so from a business standpoint, it was smart at this moment in time to sign up a big star. I think the Vikings would do themselves well to do that as well. Because, And again, I am biased from the standpoint, I just want interesting. I just want fun. But even even... Mick Gary, who's a Vikings fan and not a part of the Vikings media, just a South Dakota sport writer who grew, sports writer who grew up in Minnesota, he casually said last hour, you know what? It's the Vikings. They're just always going to be kind of good, but not great. So you may as well have fun. Sign up, ODBJ, 336-1230, 336-1230. By the way, the other big story today, Summit League Commissioner Tom Dupel joined our show, and he gave us a clearer picture as to where things are headed in the Summit League with both St. Thomas and Augustana today. Much clearer picture of that, even though we thought we'd have a murkier picture because of the pandemic times. So we'll replay that interview, most of it, about 10 minutes from now. want to play this from Matthew Collar, 
who, as a talk show host up in the Twin Cities and a writer for scorenorth.com, yeah, we all want clicks, we all want attention, we all want buzz. OBJ gives us that. But from the Vikings' point of view, I was surprised to hear Matthew Collar say this. Yeah, I mean, he does have a level at his best of explosiveness and deep playability that is special. That's when he's at 100% and playing like the old Odell Beckham. But as you mentioned, it hasn't really happened in a couple of years. So, But let's even assume that it's some percentage of, of that uh, player. You would still wonder, are we going to run into the same problems as we ran into with Stephon Diggs of wanting the offense to go through him and not through Delvin Cook? I mean, Mike Zimmer has had a, a number of reclamation projects along the way. Um, but usually they come on defense. They're guys like Pac-Man Jones or Vontez Burfick that he had in Cincinnati or Sheldon Richardson here. Uh, maybe you could call Delvin Cook that, but he was a rookie, so this is a little bit different. I I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I feel like, you know, last year they had their top two wide receivers for a lot of games and still did not always have the most explosive offense out there and still wanted their offense to be run through Delvin Cook. So why would that be different because you trade for Odell Beckham? And, you know, Gary Kubiak's offenses, they love to mix in multiple tight ends and fullbacks and things like that. So, I mean, what does that mean if they were to trade for Odell Beckham for even Adam Thielen or Irv Smith or or Kyle Rudolph? I don't know. I mean, I I think it is a little bit of a hard fit. Um, You always want to stack talent, but when you consider the price, giving away assets, what you have to pay in salary cap, the fact that he might in the future – want a contract extension if he has one good year. I mean, it's a, it's one of those where there's a lot of hurdles to make it work. All good points by Matthew Collar. Kind of took us all down to earth with that, Craig. And that is why, although I love it, I would love to see it happen. Go for it with, with Odell Beckham Jr., it does seem hard to believe that Mike Zimmer, I mean, let's go back to the head coach, dealt with the headache that was Stefan Diggs this past year, and he was mother-bleeping Stefan Diggs to, to his Vikings teammates the day that Diggs was not at practice. I mean, we, we all understand the, the mold and personality of Mike Zimmer, and it would just be hard for all of us to believe. The Vikings took a trade. They could not turn down with the Bills with all that uh, commodity coming back for Diggs. And it would just be hard to believe you'd move from that to OBJ, who is a whole nother level of famous. I don't know what level of diva, how much higher he is. You know, the dude from WFAN who broke this story said, OBJ's fine if you're winning. <laughs> he's not going to complain if you're winning and if he's getting the ball. But we don't know when that explosion would happen. And, and why would we ever think that Mike Zimmer would want to deal with this again? And that's why I don't believe it'll happen. I, that's why I'm only given a 15% chance. Um, there's only one person who has made this prediction today. Everybody else has said it's it's a no-go. Uh, I think the biggest thing is you, you can get a really good wide receiver this year, really cheap. It is a, a wide and long list of wide receivers that you don't have to pay too much to get in the draft. And uh, it would seem to me that's a route to, to go as well. Uh, the cap issue is you, they would have to move other people to bring him in. They would have to move a couple of people off that roster if they're going to make room for Odell. And really, do you want the headache? I do. I felt better about it <laughs> earlier this morning. Yeah. Earlier this morning, I thought, yeah, all right. Yeah, if no Odell, first round uh, If Odell wants to, if his attitude is that, hey, I'll, I'll play back uh, number two to Adam Thielen, 
I won't uh, make any problems. Uh, I want to be on a winning team, a chance yeah. to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Do you really believe Odell Beckham? Uh, I don't really care about how Odell Beckham feels about this. These are the organizations who are trying to p- potentially make it happen. So is, I can't imagine he would be disappointed about going from Cleveland to Minnesota. He has had a problem, though, at both places he's yeah. been at uh, with with his uh, his actions. And yeah, I sometimes know. Uh, GMs are going to go, you know what? <laughs> I'll, I'll get one young stud in the draft uh, and pay him a lot less <laughs> with a chance for him to be about, uh, just as much of a a danger to defenses for the Vikings. I just don't think he would be. And it's only purely because Odell Beckham Jr. is a proven player. He's not as good as he once was. But to quote Toby Keith, he could be as good once as he ever was. And that could be in a huge game with a lot on the line for the Minnesota Vikings at any point in this season. I mean, with Diggs and Thielen, they still had... Kirk Cousins still threw for, I believe it was 4,000 yards again. He was incredibly accurate. They, he, they were able to make the big throws because of the dual threat of Thielen and Diggs. And Diggs only when Thielen was injured for seven and a half games. It was a potent passing game when it needed to be. Now, it wasn't in San Francisco, and it wasn't even close. But for third down and long, fourth down and fourth quarter and red zone, the big plays that you need when you need to make passing plays, even if you're a running offense, I'd rather have the guy that's made the big catches for several years and has gone for over 1,000 yards the last two against NFL cornerbacks than whatever is on that draft board. That's just me. But big enough difference in, in wins and losses? Who knows? Well, we have a week, week yeah. to go, NFL draft, week from tomorrow. Yeah. So more oh. smoke screens still to come. I, Stay tuned. I just want to thank Mark Malusis. Mark, if you're listening from WFAN in New York, and, and, and according to him, you know, this is not a guy who benefits because he's not in the Minnesota or Cleveland markets. He's in New York. He has a great gig. I'm sure it pays him handsomely. He, he stands nothing to gain from from reporting this, so I do believe the report. Uh, then it comes from a source of his that he trusts, so I don't know how trustworthy that source is. I do believe it, and I don't believe the Viking sources that say it's false that there are any discussions. Um, but whatever the case is, thank you, Mark, for reporting this and giving us something in these times. <laughs> Just a pot of gold for all of us in Sports Talk Radio today. Uh, Tom Dupel, the commissioner of the Summit League, gave it as well. It comes in a more informational layout, um, you know, but I think it's something any of you who are college sports fans in this area, particularly Jax, Yotes, and Augustana, will want to listen to. Craig and I got a sense one way or the other. Augustana's chances of, of, of moving into the Summit League after what we learned from Tom Dupel today, next on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, and KWSN.com. Follow the show. Respond to the show. Vote in our polls and get the latest sports news on Twitter. Go to Twitter.com slash KWSN Sports.